This episode of the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. If you're in the market for funny banter and great discussion revolving around the latest theatrical releases, check out the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or right at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian. Hey. Alex. Hello. And Ricky. Howdy. While you're listening along, don't forget to do all your Amazon shopping via amazon.midwestpodcastnetwork.com. A small portion of the money you spend makes its way into our hands of the network and will help us to continue to bring you content that you enjoy. The Midwest Podcast Network apparel is now available. You can purchase Game Nerds and Film Nerds apparel via the support store on our website, www.midwestgamenerds.com. If you don't like any of the clothes but you want to show support, there's also a donation button where you can send some money to us which is pretty rad. As always, if you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at midwestgamenerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. And don't forget to add us on Instagram at midwestgamenerds. Today we're going to go over some feedback and some game news, and then we're going to talk about Playdead's Inside and Niantic Nintendo's Pokemon Go. But before we do any of that, what have you guys been playing? Brian. I just want to correct something before we get an email. What's that? It's Niantic and the Pokemon Company. Niantic and the Pokemon Company. Okay. The Pokemon Company only owns... Uh, Nintendo only owns like 30% of the Pokemon Company. Really? They're like half they're, of it. They're that much of their own entity now? Yeah. That's crazy. It's like, it's like half Nintendo, half Game Freak or something like that. Gotcha. But anyway, sorry. Anyways, Brian, Brian what, what else have you been playing? Um, The Dirty D, Destiny. Destiny! <laughs> it yeah. sucked me back in. Me too. Uh, it's in the water because Nick and Gojo started playing. I in, saw them independently of of you guys. Yeah, but they them. don't have the Taken King. Yeah, I know. I did join their fire team briefly just to have a dance party, and, and then, then you I realized left. they couldn't do anything, and you left. Yeah. Well, so. they they realized after the fact that they were talking, and I couldn't hear them because they were in a party. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so how's Destiny, guys? It's it's cool. Is it still Destiny? It is still Destiny, yes. But it's uh, I don't know. I I didn't think I would have fun playing it again, but I am. I'm actually getting into Crucible more, which is cool. Yeah, that's mostly what I've been doing. That's pretty much the main reason I've been playing is to knock out all of the Crucible quests that I have left in my quest log. Nick Nick was talking about how he logged in and realized that everything that he owns now is totally worthless, pretty much. And how he's very happy he didn't spend any time grinding out any crucible marks to get something he really wanted because it would have felt even more wasted. Um, if it's, I mean, in. it is kind of like useless, but you can usually infuse most things to be of higher value. It's, like from when we stopped playing, that's a big question mark. I don't yeah. think a lot of that stuff is infusible. I don't know. I no, still think that the Taken King was worth every penny. Well, maybe. Yeah, in my I don't opinion. Know. Whatever. But I hope they pick it up. But I doubt they will. Yeah. It'd just be fun to have more people to play with because it, it doesn't seem like the majority of our previous raid group is going to be coming back. So that's kind of a bummer. Uh, just wait and see. But Zach said he'd come back. But so and I don't know. Yeah. Like I don't know if Brian will vouch for me on this, but I, I'm actually doing pretty damn good in Crucible. That's good. Yeah, not bad. Well, how so. much is the expansion now? The new the Rise of Iron expansion is going to be thirty bucks. Okay. The Taken King is currently on sale. Not on sale by the time anybody hears this, but currently on sale for like twenty bucks. Really? Yeah. Why don't you text your buddies about that? Because I don't want to enable them. <laughs> I do. Go right ahead. I'll hit them up on Slack. Yeah. Oh yeah. On the Good Slack point. chat. Anyways, so that's what we've been playing. Have you been playing anything else, Brian, or no? Just the stuff we're going to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Alex, you had a whole bunch. Yeah. So, uh, first off, there's a free PlayStation Plus game not mentioned in the future email that you're going to read called Fury. Uh, you guys have heard me talk about Hyperlight Drifter. Yep. This is a 3D version of Hyperlight Drifter that just cool. centers around boss battles. And it's awesome. It's hard. It's really hard. It's super awesome. Is it like is it Bushido Blade hard? It's well, not exactly, not exactly. But it's, I love that game. <laughs> it's essentially a 3D bullet hell game, not involving ships. It's like you're fighting as like neon samurai, right? Who have guns that can also charge shot, and they have swords, and you can parry, 
and it's and you and there's like a hyperlight drift, like a dash that you can dash through projectiles and stuff like that to move around, even when there's a ton of stuff. So it's like you. every boss fight in Dark Souls and Bloodborne. Kind of, yeah, a little bit. Although there's a lot more projectiles, but I haven't played that much Dark Souls. I've only played like the first boss in any Dark Souls or Blood Souls, Blood Bloodborne game that I've played. Blood Souls, yeah. So um, Dark Blood. Fury's really cool. It's free. Everybody should download it and check it out if they've got PlayStation. People Plus. should be downloading all of the free games. I yeah. even I download or I, I put added to my library NBA NBA two K sixteen. Yeah, like, you just cause just to have it. You don't like, even have to download. I may it. never play it, but in that off chance someone's like, "Hey, dude, do you have this game?" and I can just be like, "Oh yeah, totally," and then I can play with hey, them. Hey, bro, you want to shoot some hoops? Hey, bro, you want a lot? Shoot hoops. <laughs> it's I, it's so easy to game. add to library. You don't even have to download everything. Right. But then on top of that, some people are like, "Oh, I only download the, or I." do the stuff that i don't own if it's a physical disc that you own you should just do it anyway because then you can trade that in right for something later True. On. so you know i forgot i did play something else what did you play i briefly played saints row 4 because i picked that up for oh, sale for i actually i missed the ps4 sale mm. or ps sale and i ended up getting it on uh x bone with with get out of hell didn't you? yeah i got actually this Really good deal, I think. It's uh, Saints Row, Reelected, Get Out of Hell, Metro Redo, like both of the Metro games, yeah. for like twelve fifty. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Get Out of Hell is free this, yep. yeah, this but, PS Plus well, month. Then I'll well. just own it twice. Yep. Uh, and then uh, I got to try out PlayStation VR. Your thoughts. I walked into a Best Buy on a Friday, and there was a dude sitting there with nobody in line, just with the VR headset. And I was like, that Microsoft store? Are you? Can I try that? He's like, yeah. And so I (laughs) sat down, and I got to. Oh, he was. He wasn't like, can you come back tomorrow? We're closing. No, 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 no. no. Like the Microsoft store. I forgot how I phrased it in the first place. I was like, is this? Are you packing this up, sir? Is this available right now? He's like, you mean to buy? I'm like, no. I like, can I play this right now? He's like, yeah. And then I sat down, and and I put on the headset. The headset is extremely comfortable. And then he stole your wallet. Yeah, I don't have a wallet anymore. (laughs) But uh, no, the headset is super comfortable. Um, the pixel density is probably the only potential complaint, but I'm only saying that because I think the resolution is better on the Oculus and the uh, Vive. But is that something yeah. they can still fix? Like, no, this is the hard, like, like they're not going to change the hardware over by the time it actually releases. This hardware, this is set hardware. This is it. This is the release, the release model. So it's. I, I imagine right now they are just stockpiling as many as possible because you can no longer pre-order them. So did you have fun playing it as compared to the demo we've watched online of, like, what was it, CES? Like, the, the two guys yeah. playing, like, the disc I, I game? I had no kinds of glitches like that. I played. I got to play four games. Okay. So let me go through them pretty quick. There's a game... Oh, sorry, Ricky. There's a game called Super Hypercube made by the guys who uh, make Fez. Okay. But uh, it's just a simple puzzle game where there's a cube in front of you and then there's a wall behind it that is moving towards you. And you have to manipulate the cube so that it fits through the wall. Okay, so kind of like that wall game where you manipulate your body. Your body has to... Yeah. But every time you make it through a wall more cubes are added to your shape. Ah. So you can rotate it in 360 degrees, whatever you got. Not that many. Like, it It does, like, axes. So, you, yeah. like, 90 degrees in X, any y, direction. Z. Yeah. And you have to, like, peek past. You kind of have to, like... Tilt your head. Tilt your head to look around the thing to see what the shape in the wall is in order to get it in place. That's pretty cool. It's awesome. It's so much fun. I played it twice. I could play it for hours. It was fantastic. By the way, I had this on for 45 minutes straight, and I didn't get tired or anything like that. Cool. So that was awesome. The next one that I played was in the PlayStation VR Worlds called the London Heist. It's just a small segment of it. But basically, I was sitting in this van that was careening down the the highway when a bunch of, like, masked thugs started riding up on, like, motorcycles and stuff, and I had to grab a gun out of the, the, the case. This was... Glove box. Super, super Hypercube, I should say, used the controller, the DualShock. Uh, PlayStation VR Worlds uses the, the, uh, move, the move controllers. You okay. have two of them. And I, so I pulled the, the, I opened the glove, glove, glove box, grabbed the gun out, 
and then there's a bunch of clips sitting in there, and you got to pull out a clip and put it in the gun. Right. And then you you get to look around you on all sides as people are like speeding past shooting at you, and you have to go ahead and shoot them with your Uzi. And it was getting to the point where I was like keeping my eye trained on the guy and then pulling a, a thing out of the glove box and then putting it in the gun and then continuing to go without even looking at the glove box to pull the thing so out. That's it felt very cool. natural. It was awesome. It was so cool. It was so fantastic. They're continuing to do. How did you know when you were grabbing a, a magazine? Like, how did you? I just hoped, and then I so <laughs> so I would try to grab. Like, I I kind of knew where my hand needed to go to do right. it. So in as position, you would in real life. Then, yeah. So there's no tactile. It's in your hand because I don't this, think. it's tracking. It's using the, the PlayStation Eye to track your motion too. Yeah. So it knows like within a confined space, like your arm has to be positioned in this area in order to grab the magazine in the glove box. Yep. And then you have to hit a button. I'm assuming. Yeah. There's to, like, there's like a R trigger okay. on the back of. So the you hit thing. the trigger and then you bring it over and you connect it to the other one or something like that. You don't that. even have to connect it, you just get it close and close then you can enough let it automatically go and snaps to you. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. So the, I don't I don't Was remember actually, if there's any vibration for like a tactic. Yeah, I would want some kind feedback. of feedback. I feel like that I can't, would be necessary. I can't remember, but what were you gonna say, Brian? Just something stupid, like usual. Okay. Well we can skip that. Um, nice. So that was very short, but it was really cool, um, and I, I'm excited to see like if how much more it's built out in right. the PlayStation VR worlds thing. Um, Those are good uh, life skills for kids to learn too. Yeah, from yeah. The PSVR. Yeah, how to Since drive and shoot a gun. Need a gun nowadays. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I played Burka. a game called Headmaster. Which is a simpler game, but it's basically... The guy who was helping you was holding one of the move controllers. No, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So so this one doesn't involve a controller at all. Oh, okay. But uh, you are heading basketballs into a goal, or soccer balls into a goal. (laughs) That feels like that would give me a headache. You're not getting hit in the head at all, so it's okay. It's hard, though. I had a really difficult time, like... I think it very realistically adjusted to how I had my body oriented. Okay. And so it was very difficult for me to like actually hit the places they wanted you to hit. But not only is there just getting them in the goal, but then they start bringing up little targets and things that so you, you kind of aim towards those targets. Aim towards the targets to get more points and cool. more points is cool. But then there also there was like a sneak peek of what a boss would be like and there was this dude in this insane huge some huge, huge dude? Yeah, it was a huge dude in a huge mechanical <laughs> giant type thing, and you could disable parts uh, of it by hitting them hitting with soccer balls. With balls. Yeah. Hitting but a huge dude with your balls. Anyway, enough off of that subject. And then I played a little bit of Eve Valkyrie. This is the only time that my stomach kind of dropped. And that's because Eve is like space simulator. It's a yeah. space simulator kind of game. You're basically in an X-Wing shooting down TIE fighters. That's got to be awesome. Now, is, is Valkyrie, is that going to be like subscription-based too? Just no, like the other no, Eve? No. So it's this just is a like standalone. a standalone game that's like a okay. spin-off. Yeah. Kind of like Elite Dangerous, or is it going to be... It's similar. I think Elite Dangerous is more in the space space vehicle simulator kind of thing because there's a lot more it's, it's, it's also it involves trade and all that stuff yeah, yeah. and Valkyrie's, Valkyrie's just gonna be like just playing combat. Valkyrie's just combat you know Ooh, so the, the only reason my stomach dropped because you could I started adjusting I don't know if it's the pitch or the yaw or whatever it is but the horizon started to move on me and I was like oh and then I got used to it really quick and it was fine but if I would have like gone too quickly, then my like inner ear would have exploded and I would have puked everywhere. But <laughs> awesome. it worked out okay. But basically, all four of the demos were awesome. There, I think there were a bunch of other PlayStation Worlds games. There's another game called Battlezone that looked like Tron tanks that I really should have tried, but I didn't. All right, why wouldn't so, you try that if it looked like Tron? Because I wanted to try everything. And do I just you didn't think get to it. this is? Do you think this is really going to take off? In your opinion, like, do, do you, you think, think it's worth four hundred bucks? Is, does it have the potential to take off? Is it worth four hundred dollars? And and what kind of future do you see for it? So far, I think it's worth four hundred dollars. Okay, I got, I got to play this thing for forty five minutes, and I just wanted to spend the rest of the night in it. Like it was awesome, and I didn't think that was the case. Like I thought it was going to be like, oh, here's a five minute Batman VR stupid demo that they showed at E three this year, right? It, these were games that I wanted to spend time playing, and these are games that I wanted to be like, everybody come over, check this out, try this thing out. There probably were people checking you out. There were a couple. Like I heard, the, I heard the guy talking to these two women that walked up and were asking what I was doing, and then yeah, they were, were all like, rifling through his wallet, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but touching his move controller, yeah. like this. 
Two I hands, am, ladies. Two hands. I was getting to the point where I... Because right now I have two PlayStation VRs pre-ordered. I have one that's not the what? bundle. It's just the headset. And then I have one that's the bundle. I was thinking about just kind of either canceling them or checking to see if anybody I know wanted them. Um, but I think I'm definitely going to keep one of them now. The other one is you either going to go to one of you guys. You have move controllers, right? I already have everything that I don't need from the bundle. All right. I'll buy you, I'll buy the bundle one off of you. Okay. So That's fine. But I I I I'm I want to play with it. It's it's awesome. And I'm going to give it a real go and I can only do that if I, I go think, all out. I think I seriously think you guys need to go to one of these Best Buy things. And I'm telling you the Friday at that particular Best Buy is probably the best time to do it cuz there's just nobody there. It's the Southfield one? Yeah. yeah. There's never anybody at that yeah. store. That, I, when I that go store's there. empty every yep. time I've been in there. And so it's great like that guy I walked in again this Friday cuz I was like maybe I should go try out the other things that I want to see. Same guy was there. Same guy was there. He's like, "Oh, you're back for round 2?" I was like, yeah, but then there was somebody playing, and I was like, yeah, but I'll just let this guy you, have his Did you fun. tell him you run a podcast? I did. I did. What did he, he said, say? that's cool. That's and then it? I walked away. Be like, dude, do you have any free swag we can give our awesome listeners? like, oh, yeah, you and every other guy that's tried this thing out today. I don't know, but I don't Whatever. know. Whatever. We should go back and ask him for this stuff, but I can ask you guys like 13 or 14 more times if you'd prefer. I'm busy. Yeah, whatever. Anyways. Anyway, go to PlayStation VR on Google and check that out. And uh, it'll tell you can find the thing that'll tell you where all the demonstrations are. They're doing them at GameStops too. I think it's just GameStops and Best Buys at this point. Cool, but sweet. One last thing. Sorry, Ricky. Don't talk for thirty minutes of the episode. He Thanks said for he being hadn't here, played though. much, but that's okay. Yeah, we're anyways. good. Um, I've been playing a game called Tokyo Mirage, Mirage Sessions Sharp FE. What? This is a game for the Wii U that came out a couple weeks ago. It's a and game with Jason Mraz in Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a Tokyo Mraz SG. This you, was you first, play a teenage fan. You, it's girl, a Guitar Hero right? game. Uh, you do play a teenage fan. No, and you have you quite. have to swoon teenage fangirls. It's not. That's none of these things. <laughs> as, as Jason Mraz, kind of. It kind Jason of is these Mraz things. So. You guys joke, yeah, but this Jason, is Jason Mraz simulator. It's almost kind of true. Tokyo, uh, your body is a wonderland. <laughs> This it's not the John Mayer simulator. It's the Jason oh, Mraz right. simulator. That's, that's the wrong guy. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's all um, right. Why don't you uh, get up on that microphone? Talk in the mic. Make talk. sure everyone can hear you. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, so this game was originally billed as Shin Megami Tensei Cross Fire Emblem. So Shin Megami Tensei is the Persona series plus. The Persona series was birthed out of Shin Megami Tensei. If you guys know what that is. Long time Japanese. The dudes from the Tokyo Lives podcast probably know. They all probably about do. It. But the uh, Persona series uh, essentially is a Japanese RPG that follows Japanese school kids around, yeah, like familiar. high school teenagers. That actually looks kind of interesting. To Persona Four has been like I had the original Persona for PlayStation, and I uh, could not get me. into it. I had that, and then you bought it off of me. Okay, fine. I'm the one who sold it on eBay for 90 bucks, so yeah, here you go. But anyway, uh, I couldn't really get into it, So I, but everybody's been raving about... Uh, I, the only thing I learned from that game was how to play blackjack when I was like eight years old. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, and then mom was like, why do you know how to play blackjack? But anyway, long story short, you're playing as modern oh, day Japanese uh, school kids... Uh, you play as a male, but there's a female in your party. Everybody wants to be some kind of pop, J-pop all-star. <laughs> and there's a lot of that in the game. There's a lot of stuff about singing and whatnot. How many things about tentacles? So far, no tentacles, uh, which is good. However, there are... This isn't whenever, the tentacle. Whenever you meet a character who is a girl, it will pan up and stop at their boobs, and then their face will come. Like it, <laughs> it's it's really bad. So it's not it's teaching not, kids how to objectify. There's women. no kids playing this video game. It's only like oh, okay. forty year old virgins that are like living in their mom's basement. <laughs> and Alex, Sorry to all of you that are listening. They don't live in their mom's basement anymore because of Pokemon Go. Oh, they've exited go. the basement. The first time in years, but. Um, yeah. So where the Fire Emblem comes in is that the Mirages are these characters that the personas basically. <laughs> right. The Jason Mirages. Would you, would you like to <laughs> The Jason Mirages are the The Mirages 
our Fire Emblem characters from the first game all the way to Fire Emblem Awakening, which okay. is the second to last game. And each of your so party confusing. members... each It is if you keep talking over it. <laughs> each of your party members has a mirage that they then use anyway whatever it's fine it's really cool it's a japanese rpg you guy you and ricky might <laughs> like it a lot because you get to craft weapons which then teach your characters abilities and okay. then you get an, so it's got the fire it's the, on wii u though yeah okay nothing else oh obviously if it is fire on yeah that's it, it's yeah it's Nintendo. just the wii u at this point right, okay um but it's uh but it's got that final fantasy tactics kind of thing to it cool Pretty traditional RPG and like JRPG in that sense, and that's I'm having a really good time with it. Which I had that like JRPG itch, and it's right. getting scratched. Yeah, so. that's right up my cool. alley. Yeah, so For sure. That's Tokyo Mraz Sessions Sharp Fe Jason Mraz Emulator. Sweet, <laughs> Ricky. That. Have you played any other games? Uh, Prison Architect and Chrono Trigger. Right on. Nice. Did a little throwback night the other now, day. Now, are you playing some updated version of Chrono Trigger, like iOS? or uh, Just through an emulator. Emulator? Okay. Because I, I, want, I want to use my old New Game Plus right, that right. I started when I was in, like, I don't know, ninth grade. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I got an emulator. Right on. Okay. And then Prison Architect, you're just doing that on PC? Yeah, on, on my PC. Okay. Because which... they, they did introduce it on consoles now. Yep. So Really? Yeah, yeah which is pretty that. cool. Well, uh, I, what I are your it. thoughts on Prison Architect in general? It's a lot of fun. If you have ever played anything like SimCity or Roller Coaster Tycoon, it's kind of in that Pretty same similar, like genre. economic simulator. Like, <laughs> definitely remove any of the joy of Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs> well, no, there's, there's all there's, prisons. Yeah, that's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> you, you, you can build them a TV or a radio or a pool table. <laughs> if you're nice. Yeah. But that would cut into profits. Why would you do that? Ex- exactly. It's not exactly. like you're trying to keep them happy. You've got a, a checks and balances, man. Well, if you keep them there, though, then your profits might increase. That's true. They might be like, oh, I'm going to move to another prison that has better shit. Yeah. Well, I've, I've probably spent about 100 hours playing it so far throughout Stuff. the last couple months because I, I, I got it a long time ago when it was in uh, early access. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, for the longest time, I had a really hard time making money until I overcrowded the prisons. Yep. Then I started. I was a millionaire. I was a millionaire. It was crazy. <laughs> Privatized in prison. So is there any like end game of like. Because you know how uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon has the scenarios where it's like, make this amount of money over this amount of time, or blah, blah, blah. Are there things like that, or is it just kind of sandboxy and like, here, make a prison? No, there, there's a little bit of a story. There's a couple of things you have to do, a couple of objectives you have to complete. Okay. It, there's a couple of different prisons that you have to go through in the early stages of the game. <laughs> but I play mostly sandbox just because I like building big prisons and yeah. cramming them full of people and then <laughs> watching them light the cafeteria on fire and not calling the fire department for them. It's it's every man for themselves. It's pretty sadistic. Based I, on I how you play Civ, here with me. <laughs> Based on your civilization tactics, this, this seems exactly like how you'd play the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't overlord. don't be a warner. Just because right. you're a poor sport and I always <laughs> <Yeah>. win. <laughs> Anyways. Just because you're not... lying, cheating, backstabbing <laughs> civilization. And I'm the one who's just feeding them supplies <laughs> to watch them battle it out. <laughs> yeah, John's like Switzerland pretty much. Just yeah. sits there and peacefully builds cultural monuments. And, and then gives you guys oil he doesn't when get you need oil. <laughs> Anyways. So, that's about it? Yeah, that's about it. All right, cool. We got some feedback from our buddy Tommy. He sent us another awesome wall of text. Hey, guys, I want to start off by thanking you for making a holiday special for all three of us. <laughs> I'm glad you took time from your holiday for our entertainment. As far as my list of the most bestest patriotic games go, here it is. Homefront Revolution, self-explanatory. That's pretty patriotic. Uh, GTA 5, despite its satirical nature, GTA lets you live the American dream, a.k.a. killing hookers and doing heists. (laughs) (laughs) Bioshock Infinite, Columbia, the titular floating city, is arguably the most patriotic state in the world. P.S. I think Bioshock Infinite is much better, story and gameplay-wise, than Bioshock 1, but that's a topic for another day. It Call is. of Duty is certainly patriotic. And he says, Wolfenstein, the New Order, the main character is virtually indestructible, and he massacres Nazis by the hundreds. What's more American than that? By the way, <laughs> this game is very fun. I recommend it. Let me know what you think. 
And he says, I've gotten a staggering amount of games in the last week or so. As I mentioned above, I started playing Wolfenstein The New Order. I'm not the biggest fan of first-person shooters, but I can't resist killing Nazis. It turns out that shooting (laughs) mechanics are great and set pieces are quite impressive. Also, the story is much more compelling than you would expect. Two thumbs up. Next, I bought God of War 3 Remastered since it was on sale. I haven't played it yet, so I'll get back to you on that. The two free games this month on PS Plus are Saints Row, Get Out of Hell, and Paragon. I went into Paragon because it looked pretty. It turns out to be League of Legends, but simpler in third person and actually fun. I played a couple of games <laughs> and quickly got hooked. All I need now is some friends. I mean, people to play with. That I talked about Paragon a while ago, so maybe I'll pick that up and play with you, Tommy. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'll check it out. Uh, Trials Fusion is another game that's fun to play with others. It's very addictive and extremely re- rewarding when you beat scores and get gold medals. Lastly, I went back to The Last of Us Remastered multiplayer. It's one of the most satisfying multiplayer experiences I had since Call of Duty 4. Teamwork is mandatory, and the quick crafting mechanics get you out of a tough spot. Holla at a play if you guys want to do some PS4 multiplayer. My gamer tag is Turbulent Juice, all one word. I think that's an awesome uh, username, by the way. Before signing off, signing off, I vote yay on the Patreon thing. I would definitely swing you five bucks a month to help out with the network. Love the show. Keep doing what you're doing, Tom. And I responded to Tom saying, you know, Brian and I have been playing Destiny, so if he wants to jump in on that, like we'd love to have him. And he jumped back and uh, emailed me with, I've only played the Destiny beta, but hearing you guys talk about it makes me really want to get whatever the latest version is. Am I too late to the party, though? Tom, you are not too late to the party. Like this is a really good time to get in because they've got a big expansion coming in September. So everything's going to go on sale, or they're going to sell everything for a huge discounted price once the actual expansion comes out. So I would maybe just wait a little bit, unless you really want to start playing now and get a character like leveled up and ready to go. So I think yeah. now is a perfect you time can to start probably playing. find a used copy for pretty cheap too. The sixty dollar package of everything plus the new. DLC, which I presume they are probably doing for this one, is probably a pretty good... That's a lot of game, and that's that's like a full normal game's worth of game yeah, I mean, for once. If, if you run Destiny. through the main story like and the expansion packs like with just yourself, like even without playing with friends, just doing the story stuff to kind of get a character leveled up to do all the other like awesome things to do, it would probably take you about 30 hours. And that's like a decent amount of game to pay 30 or 60 bucks for. So... I recommend jumping into Destiny. I think it's a lot of fun. I think if you like playing online and you're into the competitive multiplayer thing, it it offers a very, very competitive multiplayer experience that I think anybody who's into Call of Duty or anything like that would really enjoy. We should also say there's a free-to-play. You get like 10 levels for free, I think. If you don't, there's like a free game trial or something on the PlayStation Store, or at least there used to be. Where you can try out Destiny for the first ten levels. Really? I didn't know that. Something yeah. like that. So check that out first. If it seems like you like the mechanics, then go buy the... Wait for the $60 Rise of Iron... Expansion. Expansion. Giant package deal. Digital exclusive legendary expansion edition <laughs> times yeah, 12. They're taking Rise Elite. of Iron edition. And then you two, you two can be butthurt about you're not getting any of the special emotes that you get if you were to buy the... Super special $130 edition because you bought the $120 physical edition. Tom, don't let Alex's attitude change your mind. It's a great game, Tom. He hates Destiny. It's awesome. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) You should see the sincerity in Alex's eyes I'm nothing but sincere. Yeah. Anyways, Tom, thank you again for the amazing wall of text you sent us. I really enjoy having these big, in-depth emails from anybody who wants to send them. So far, Tom, you're the only one who sent the really big emails, but we appreciate it. Yupa sent us some other ones. Pat sends us ones on Facebook all the time. We love hearing from you guys, so if anybody's listening along, don't forget to send in feedback. We really appreciate it. That being said, Alex and Brian, do you guys want to talk about Inside? Let's talk about Inside. Sure, let's do it. All right. Talk about it. Inside from the guys that made Limbo. Yep. That's on everything you could possibly own it on. Pretty much. Um, You guys are both big fans of Limbo. I wouldn't say that I'm a big fan. Nick is a huge fan of Limbo, so much so that one time he was like, hey, you're here, play this game. It was like four years after it had come out, and he was like, hey, play this. And I played through like 75% of it at his place, and then I just never bothered to go back. Yeah, I, I actually didn't finish it, I yeah. admit. It's, I Limbo's, got frustrated with one part that yeah. required timing that just wasn't in me at the time. Although it did birth... I was sitting there with Nick and Gojo playing it, and it birthed one of their favorite things that I've ever said. Was There was just one point where you had to flip a switch or something, and it just gives you this spider that you need to use to solve a puzzle. So I said press X to receive spider, and now that's like... 
Gojo and Nick repeat it all the time. <laughs> That's awesome. So, but That's pretty cool. But anyways, inside, inside. Uh, I am more impressed with inside than I am Limbo. Why? But, well... Visually, I think it was it's more interesting and because um, limbo's just like black sprites, yeah, which moving is cool. Around but a- inside, like there's a lot of care taken into the uh, presentation of it all. Okay, um, but the gameplay is really just more fun than limbo. Limbo right. is just real cut and dry. I think the the and big it's trial and error more than inside is. I feel these games are a spectrum of like on one end you've got. Uh, pure trial and error. There's you're totally unlikely to get any of this right your first try through. And then on the other end is you need to sit here and think through this puzzle. And limbo is more towards the trial and error. We're gonna kill you a bunch. Yeah. And inside is more towards the here's some puzzles for you to figure out. And so that's why I prefer inside to limbo. Yeah. And gotcha. inside there are actually um, some larger puzzles. I would say like later on in the game too that require. Going to multiple rooms and there were several times where I was like, I don't even know how to do this. So it's it's and kind of Metroid. Yeah, it doesn't really like, tell you anything. Where you have to go back and forth between rooms, or it, is it like a progression of rooms? It's mostly a progression of rooms, but there's kind of there's obvious spots where it's like you're never going to be able to go back from here, right? Mm-hmm. Like the big drops or whatever that kind of thing. Um, I wouldn't really call it Metroidvania because you're never going to no. go all the way back to the beginning right. of the so game. So it's it's pretty linear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else can we talk about? It. I don't want to give anything away. That, that's the thing. It's a hard game to talk about without spoiling it. All right. Yeah. Well, let me ask questions then. Uh, how do the controls work? It's use the analog stick to move forward and back. You get to jump with A, and you get to pull things with X. Okay, so very cut and dry. Yeah. Yep. Okay. How's the music? Music's pretty good. It's there's not a ton of it, but it's kind of it like, is good though. It gives you ambient yeah. sounds and stuff like that, and then also you get a little bit of score in certain certain cool. locations. That's pretty good. Now, did you guys both finish it at this point or no? Yeah, I did beat it. It took me about okay. three but and a half, four hours, I think. Total. I did not find all the optional stuff though. I okay. only found one thing. But, but what did it take you time wise, roughly? I would say under four hours. Okay. Yeah. Now this four hours, and this is a twenty dollar game. Is it worth twenty bucks? I think you should buy Limbo for the two dollars that it is on whatever device is in your hand right now, and try that first. And if it's the kind of game that you like, check out Inside. Like it's twenty dollars is a lot to ask for four hours, but I think it's right. a very unique experience for twenty dollars. What do you think, Brian? I would have to agree with you there. I think fifteen would be more reasonable. Like, the first time it goes on sale, it's probably going to be worth a buy. Yeah. Is my guess. I definitely think everyone should play it. It's just... Because, I mean, why not? For a game that's that short, it's not like you're wasting much of your life away or anything. I'm just... I don't know if I would spend $20 on it again. As somebody who goes to the movies every week and pays $10 for two hours of content, $20 for four hours of content is not... Not not so It's not outside of the realm of my normal value proposition, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and I think most people are safe, like, they feel safe with, like, a $20 mark of any sort, you know? Like, just being in the t-shirt business, like, people are willing to pay $20 for a t-shirt, around 20 bucks, like, straight up. But anything more than that, and they start to question it, anything less than that, and they're, like, super excited about it. But, like, for some reason, I think that $20 mark is, like, that is, like, the line, the threshold at which to cross. It's where- interesting, because I bet there's nobody here at this table who's going to buy a $20 iPhone app. No, I would no, never buy a $20 know? iPhone app. But then, on top of that, there was also Wait, a that's a time- lie. How much was GarageBand on the iPad? It was 10 bucks. Yeah. Was it ten? Yeah. Okay. I'm, well, pretty I sure that. I'm pretty sure I've paid fifteen before. I mean, the, it would depend what it is. I guess it really, it really, is free. It really depends. But iPad. like a twenty dollar iPhone app is like, whoa! I need to seriously want this thing. And then there was also a point in time where people were, some people were up in arms and really butthurt about the fact that the Xbox Live limit was pushed up from ten dollars to twenty. Right. Like, you could not release a game. Microsoft told you you could not release a game for over $10 on Xbox Hmm. Live Arcade at one point. And then, I think, mm, it 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 might have have even been like five bucks, and then it got raised up 
Like both the size limit and the the price limit got raised up by Symphony of the Night. I think was really? the first game, and then there was another. Well, Symphony of the Night was only ten bucks. Yeah, so that's why I think it used to be like five. Yeah, and, I don't but know. I, I might be. That was a long time ago, but who cares? The one other thing I want uh, something else I wanted to say about Inside is that there's some very disturbing stuff in it. Like uh, yeah. I had. There it it brings a very kind of if you are the kind of person that isn't completely desensitized by things, I think it will get reactions from you that you're surprised by out of this particular Ooh. game. How, so, how's the replay value on it? Re- I don't think there's a ton of replay well, value. I don't. There's. Like, I would replay it once. I would. Do you feel because com- I missed all the the hidden stuff? Like, and do you feel there's compelled- another ending? You said. So. Do, you, do you feel compelled to do that though? Like, are you going to do that? No, tomorrow? eventually I will. Yeah. So it's like replay value is kind of low, but, but I you're, think you're getting a different sensory. Like, it just doesn't. Um, it's a surprising vehicle for the feelings that I had while playing it. Right. And I don't really want to say anything past that. No, that's fine. I, can I just, don't want to You can say anything. it as you play as a younger kid. Right. And there's some strange stuff going on around you. And that's pretty much all yeah. that I can. Right on. That's all that I want to say about it at that point. All right. Point. So worth, worth buying once it's on sale. Not necessarily worth 20 bucks to everybody. If you're a fan of Limbo, pick it up now. If you don't know if you are, then maybe wait a little bit. Cool. Ricky, do you have any other questions involving Inside? I think it's always it's out on Xbox One and Steam. That was going to be the question. There you go. I read your mind. No, no PlayStation. No PlayStation yet, but that was the same case for Limbo right. a long time okay. ago. So give it a couple months, and I'm sure it'll be out on uh, on pretty much everything. Cool. Well, I'll check it out on Steam. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Let's talk about Pokemon Go. All right, Pokemon. Got to catch them all. Pokemon Go. Uh, is created by Niantic and the Pokemon Company. Haha, <laughs> got it right this time. <laughs> Niantic is a company that used to be owned by Google, but is now owned by Google's parent company, Alphabet. Um, Interesting. And they started out with a game called Ingress. And now Ingress is basically the same sort of thing as Pokemon Go. You walk around, you collect uh, you know, orbs of whatever, and you cast magic spells at certain stops and points and blah, blah, blah. Same, basically, the, the rumor was that Niantic and Google created Ingress as a means to to basically create the Pokemon game. Like it was created solely to eventually produce Pokemon. Was it, but it was also created to help Google correct a lot of their information yes. about about locations view. and not only that but also the amount of time it takes for someone to travel from point A to point B on foot. That's yeah. why Google Maps now has walking times which most people didn't realize existed. So but, once again, if you think Google's free, this is what they're learning off of you using their their process. Yes, but don't every okay <laughs> everything so, in a sense. We'll yes. we'll get into the privacy stuff later. But basically, like what I want to talk about now is Pokemon Go straight up. Like Ricky, you are a huge Pokemon fan. You've been playing it since we were in seventh grade, and we had Game Boys hanging out at Anderson Middle School. How do you <laughs> feel about Pokemon Go in relation to the Pokemon series? It's Wonderful. I really enjoy actually being able to go out and actually catch a Pokemon. Right. And the, the one thing that lets me down, though, is my Squirtle is so weak. I, <laughs> I, I can't, no other I can't find other Squirtles to get right. Squirtle candy to level him up. Yeah. So I'm stuck leveling up my Pidgeot and my Weedle and my Caterpie, and it feels a little bit of a letdown. I just wish I could get a better Pokemon. Right on. So, do you feel as though the experience of playing this game is like going to change the way other people play games, like in the future, and like the, the I, I whole alternate so. reality thing, and like the walking around thing? Is that something that you think is going to take on a bigger role in gaming? I'm not sure it's going to take on a bigger role in gaming, but I I think that Pokemon goes doing something different and is going to be very successful. Right on. Do you feel as though it's missing anything? Like, what are the sort of I like I for instance, like I personally want to be able to just walk up to any random person on the street who I can tell is playing Pokemon Go and be like, I'm going to battle you right here, right now. Because that ultimately, when you're playing the original Pokemon game, you run into all these random people walking around who are riding bikes or whatever, and you fight them like on the street. 
I want to be able to do that. Are there any other aspects of the game that you think need to be brought into this new version? I, I think that more moves and, and not just repeated, repetitively tapping the same button would be helpful to be able to choose between a couple different moves, like in all of the Pokemon games. Right, like being able to actually have turn-based battles with an enemy. Exactly. Right. Like Pokemon always has been. Yeah, for sure. That's the one thing that I, never, I didn't really understand about Pokemon Go. Right off the bat, it's why the, the why why they, why they missed out? What why they skipped over the battle system? Right. We can talk about that. Please Let's talk about it. I, yeah, please. Do you know why there's never been a Pokemon a mainline Pokemon game on a home console? No clue. Because Nintendo doesn't want to cheapen the brand and pull it away from their handheld. And in the same sense, they don't want a one-to-one Pokemon to appear on any other kind of system. So in that means they don't want you to be able to battle and trade the same way that you would in Pokemon Go as if you were to buy their new game Pokemon Sun and Moon out November 18th, 2016. <laughs> but the thing is like I would still buy those games even like I want to be able to just play Did you it. buy Pokemon X and Y, John? No, I didn't. I didn't. No, you didn't, because you're not going to buy because, those games. Because I haven't had money to buy handhelds. No, no, that's not the reason. No, I bought a 3DS specifically you, to play Pokemon. It's because you only care about the first 150 Pokemon, which you, that's fine, and so do I. That's all I care about. That's all anybody should care about. Exactly. But there are a lot of people out there that do not necessarily care to play the new Pokemon games. So you I know, don't care. It, like It's kind of a... An, an, Nintendo's control in the Pokemon Company, which is, by the way, one-third. I was wrong. It's Nintendo Game Freaking Creatures. Okay. The first three names that popped up when you started up the Pokemon cartridge right. in 1995. But um, it's... Nintendo's got this weird line. They're like, I don't want to dilute the Pokemon franchise. And they're like, here's Pokemon Mystery Dungeon 17, where you can play <laughs> as Charmander and catch Zubats. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? Is that a real thing? Yes. Kind of. <laughs> I made up part of it. That title is mostly true. But it's... Does it feature Jason Mraz? <laughs> There's no Jason Mraz in that one yet. Jason Mrazamon. <laughs> it's just a fedora. <laughs> a fedora with eyes. <laughs> but, um... So that's that's what's disappointing about this, and I'm interested to see how they develop it over time. And <laughs> How does it say its name? Mraz. No, 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 no. It's probably Mraz. Anyway, so it just keeps scatting, like just randomly. It's battle cry. It's a different battle cry every time. <laughs> okay. Stop making me laugh. It's hot in here. The um, I'm interested to see how trading moves into if they're going to do trading. I don't uh, even care I, about I, the trading. I, I thought I heard I, that they were. Doing I really, there's been rumors coming around, but no, like I don't think there's been anything official. The trading yet. is not. I don't care about trading Pokemon. I I just want yeah, to be able did. to fight random people. That's the important. You know, what? I want to battle random people. I want to be able to choose moves. I don't want the. The, the battling thing, like, if you're battling... Because when you go to the gyms, when you're fighting at a gym, you're literally battling an AI of somebody else's Pokemon. Yeah. Give me the option of choosing my moves, at least, because, you know, that... Well, you it, can. You can either tap or hold a press on it. But you wouldn't <laughs> learn that by playing the game because it doesn't tell you ever no, it how doesn't. to battle. You're right. At all. There's no hand-holding. This is the Dark Souls of Pokemon games. <laughs> okay? No hand-holding. People, people are getting robbed playing this game. This Mercy is the Dark the Souls of Pokemon games. People are getting robbed. They're There's getting jumped. dead bodies to They're loot. finding dead bodies places? Yeah. Like, this yeah. game has changed reality. <laughs> I heard a guy got stabbed in the shoulder with a knife. There was, and then didn't go this, get, get treatment for it. He kept playing dude, Pokemon. A dude got arrested... He walked into a police station that was a gym, and he had a warrant out for his arrest, and they yeah. arrested him. Yeah. Then he didn't even walk into it. He was standing outside of it, yeah. and the cops saw his face and were like, hey, I know that face. <laughs> yeah. And then they arrested That's him. That's by was in, far my that favorite was in, like, story Clinton so far. Township, Michigan. Yeah. There's also another guy 
who there were some kids outside of his house early in the morning in Florida being really loud about playing Pokemon, and he shot at them. Wow. He walked outside with his gun, and they sped off, and he continued to shoot. And no, nothing came of it until the kid's mom saw the gun, the gunshots in the like the, hole, the bullet holes in the car, and called the police to be like, "What happened to my car?" Because <laughs> the crazy. kids were like, "Hey, mom, we got shot at playing Pokemon." Last there was night. there was also a stampede of people in New York going after Vaporeon in yeah. Central Park. So. This game is doing things. Just for Vaporeon? Yeah. Yep. yeah wow. Which, which we, everybody just figured out that you can name your, your Eevee to change the way... I think that's BS. It's not. Tom I'm, used it. I, Tom used it, and he got confirmed by one thirty three percent chance that it happened to turn yeah, in. Anyways, what it, whatever. Brian, as someone who's <laughs> never played a Pokemon game in your life, what are your thoughts about Pokemon Go? Um, I probably won't play it until I get a new phone. I mean, I played it once, and my phone battery went from, like, 70% to zero in about 45 minutes. What kind of phone do you have? A Moto X. How old is it? 2013. Okay. (laughs) Just to get it out there. Yeah. I have an iPhone 6S, and it works fine. But, but, I mean, it's interesting. I'm, I'm more interested in, like, the societal impact that it's been having and stuff. Oh, that, yeah. That's... <laughs> Survival of the fittest, you mean? <laughs> let's yeah, break I'm it down to, to its most simplest form. Let's, it, let's see the body f- count of people getting hit by cars while playing Pokemon exactly. Go. Exactly. Stuff like that. <laughs> Look both ways before you Brian cross the street. Brian wants to know how many people so, are going to die playing the have game. Have you guys gone to, like, Royal Oak? Oh, yeah. I, was and, in, I, took, I went to Pig and Whiskey Festival in Ferndale this okay. weekend. And when were it you was, there? I was there uh, Saturday morning. I like, was there earlier morning. today. Yeah. Uh, but basically, downtown Ferndale uh, is a pretty hip and happening place. There are Pokestops everywhere. And mm-hmm. I felt like every 10 feet, I was running into another Pokemon to catch. Now, where I live currently, there are several nearby parks. There's one Pokestop that I can walk to uh, off the beaten path from Woodward. And... It takes me like literally the entire like half an hour time span of using an incense to catch maybe two Pokemon, which is a total waste of using incense at all. Um, once somebody puts a module in any of the Pokestops nearby, that helps a little bit, but it's still kind of a waste of time. Like I've got to do like fifteen to twenty laps around the courtyard when I'm walking the dogs to catch anything. While I'm I've out heard there. that the incense like incense will spawn one Pokemon every five minutes if you stand still. Or about one Pokemon every one minute or 200 meters if you're walking. Yeah, no, that's a lie. It's, yeah, definitely it's a lie. It's kind of been true for me, but I've really only popped an incense when I've been Maybe a better brand in incense than John. Yeah, Ferndale I mean, using, using an incense in a more populated area, I think, would probably help out better. I And that, that's... the other One of my other issues with it is the fact that, like... I can catch Pidgey and Rattata like all day, mm-hmm. like all day, every day. Berkeley is infested with rats in yeah. general and in the game. <laughs> you, you've but, been saying that for years, but yeah. So I've never seen so many rats. Until I, I want to be here. able to catch all kinds of different Pokemon in the area. And if you're going to force what me, what level are you? I'm level eleven currently. Okay, I'm, I'm level eleven. My my highest CP Pokemon is a Flareon at six thirty nine. So I'm not. I haven't invested a ton of time in there because I've seen dudes that have taken over some of the gyms in the area that have Pokemon in the thousands. With their That's CP. part of the thing that sucks is that I'm like, I'm never going to play any of the gym stuff because I'm never going to spend enough time to get a Pokemon that, that the, powerful. That's why you need to be able to battle your friends. Yeah. Right. That, and that would help, you know. But then again, the people who are running these gyms would then again have even higher level Pokemon, you know. So it's... I want to be able to catch all kinds of other Pokemon in the area. I feel like it's a lot of the same everywhere I go. Like even like I drove down to Belle Isle this on Friday evening to go to the yacht club <laughs> to drop off more clothing, and I drove around Belle Isle for a little bit just to see what's around there. And I was still catching Weedles and uh, Pidgeys. And I think you know, some of that has to do with your level. I don't think like, it I does. Think, I think the the higher your level gets, the different the Pokemon because. And the other thing is that it's the way Pokemon is, and that you're not going to catch. There are some patches of grass that you're not going to catch. Like you're never going to catch everything in a patch of yeah, grass. Yeah, but anyways, I'm driving around, still catching the same crap I can catch at home. But then I pop an incense while I'm driving around, and I stop and I get out and I walk around a little bit and. There I am, like, I'm now catching the same crap, but then I get an Oddish over here or, you know, 
just random other Pokemon, like, sporadically throughout, but I'm still mostly getting Raditas and Pidgeys and, and Weedles. It's just a lot of the same crap. Like, Can everybody open sucks. their like, Pokedex? I don't. I don't want to be. No. I don't want to be stuck doing the same garbage like that. You don't do it, Brian. But the rest why? of why us. Why are will. we opening our Pokedex? Because I want to know what the what the scene and caught numbers are in your Pokedex. Uh, mine was thirty five and thirty seven at the moment. Okay, I'm caught twenty seven, scene twenty nine. Uh, thirty six and thirty six for me. Yeah. So zero. I mean, that's not bad. There's a Weedle on the corner if you guys want it, but um. I'm now 38 and 40. That's what I where I'm at. And I'm only level like 9 or 10, like level 9. I hit so, 11 at the beginning of the podcast. I think what are you, John? 11. I think I think it gets different as you get a higher cuz as your as your level is higher then you start seeing Pokémon with higher CP anyway. Right. That makes makes sense. I I, I caught a Psyduck well, today and I hadn't seen one of those at all. Yeah. And not just battling friends, but being able to battle the Pokemon you're fighting, too. I don't want to sit here and waste Pokeballs, like trying to catch some Weedle that doesn't want to stay in the Pokeball. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I wish that even the Pokemon catching was similar to the way it was in the game, where you have to fight it to weaken it a bit. But yeah. I, have you, so do you know the, the system? What system? Of how to catch Pokemon? Uh, I understand that I have to fling a Pokeball at the Pokemon. Yeah, so another thing the game doesn't teach you is yeah, that when there's you something hold, to do with holding right when you hold your thumb on the pokeball you get a ring that appears around the pokemon right and this colored ring moves in onto the pokemon at the point where the ring is at the smallest that is when the pokemon will be the easiest to catch with the pokeball yeah. and then on top of that if the ring is green that means that it's not going to fight you that much right if, if the ring is yellow it'll be a little bit harder if it's orange it's harder than that and if it's right. red then it's really hard you can augment those by either using great balls or ultra balls, or you can also feed raspberries to the Pokemon. Where do you to make get the easier. great and ultra balls from? You have to get to like level twelve or thirteen. See, that's dumb. Right now, the only reason okay, so I was because planning, at, some, at some point I'm going to be forced to actually pay more money to buy the backpack big enough to carry the extra crap. No, because you throw out all the pokeballs and you throw out all the revives and the potions because you're never going to fight anybody because you're not good enough. That's how I see it. Okay. I'm speaking you as me in that situation. I would but. like more avatar customization options. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a big thing for me, too. I kind of wanted to, like... <laughs> I was like, this is great. I don't have to choose anything. And then I hit go, and I started playing the game. But... Man or woman? Man. Yeah, Done. exactly. <laughs> Man or woman? Do you want brown hair or green hair? Neither? Okay. Here's yes. purple hair. But... The um, what is purple? I wasn't even going to play this game at all. I was like, you guys probably have it covered. But then on Friday, like I just started on Friday, yeah. And um, uh, Nicole has gotten hooked on it. Like she loves this, and she's super competitive, so it's great. She loves going to like, hey Brian, who's your brother? She's like, I caught a Geo dude yesterday, and then he's like, oh, what the hell? Because he's just as competitive as she is, and it makes her feel great, which is awesome. <laughs> I would. This game is is really cool. I think it's doing really awesome things. It's bringing a lot of people together. I was walking around Royal Oak last night. The big fountain that they have over by the library. Yep. There are people sitting there just battling it out over the gym for hours. That's and awesome. Sitting by Pokestops that have lures activated, and everybody. There was one guy who's like, "Is everybody playing Pokemon right now?" And then everybody turned their head and said yes, and then went back to what they were doing. Like, that's. Awesome. There are so many more people playing this than like any other video game that's ever existed. Pretty like WoW is the only other one that's been played this much pretty right. at this point. That's all really, really cool. That being said, I play video games for either mechanics and story. And this game doesn't have neither. any story. And the mechanics that it has are so simplified that I can put this down and never play it again and be that, happy. That's my problem. It's not my kind of game when it comes to that. But yeah, I, but I like I appreciate it's what it's doing. It's different. It is. Pokemon. It is really cool <laughs> that people that normally don't get off their butts actually go out and walk around and stuff. I think that's awesome. There was a point I was in Huntington Woods where I caught a Geo dude, and this kid comes riding up on his bike, and I was like, "Hey, dude, there's a Geo dude over here." He's like, "Oh, really?" And then he got off of his bike and pulled out his phone and caught the Geo dude. And then he's like, "Yeah, I'm just trying to hatch a couple eggs on the bike." And I was like, "Oh, the bike works." He's like, "Yeah, it's great." The fact that I'm like talking to random people about the Pokemon they're catching is so cool, and that like 
the nerd part of me where nerds used to be super repressed, like even before my time now is really happy that like the nerd thing is really cool. Like, I think that's awesome, but I wish that you had that. No, you're looking that, for more of the handheld game mechanic. And absolutely. Not, right. That's what I'm saying. I want more of. And that's why, like, I don't see myself playing this all the time. I mean, it's fun to just pull out while I'm taking the dogs for a walk, you know, yeah. and just do my thing. No big deal. I'm not going to invest. I've already I threw five dollars at it from my Google savings account because that's just what I was going to do. Well, you said like, on the way over here you're not trying to catch them all, right? I'm not. Like I don't. Like I just but like got I want to battle. Like I want to battle my friends. I, like I want to. Like last night we had a bunch of people over at a friend's house, and I'm sitting there with Jason, and I'm like, Jason, where are your Pokemon at? And he pulls them out, shows me all his Pokemon, and I'm like, See now, wouldn't it be cool if we could just battle right here while everybody else is talking about having babies? And he's, like, <laughs> he's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. So why can't I do that? Why can't I sit with my friends and fight them like that? It would I be awesome. What it comes down to is that that would allow, like, you know that there would be some mouth breather that's like, I got dad's phone and my phone, so I'm going to hook up two things, <laughs> and I can just sit here and battle them all day, and then I'll be level 99 by the end of the week. And that would that ruins no, Niantic's no, that's, that's the same, tree. But that's the same kind of person that goes on Destiny and hits level 335 light and level 41 character and complains all the time on the boards about how they're, everyone else is a noob and they suck and he hates playing this game, yeah. but they keep playing it. That guy just ruined the game for himself. See, but why don't... You no, haven't no, no, ruined... No, 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 that, no, 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 that person no. has not ruined Here's, the game for anyone else. They've ruined the game for themselves because they the don't difference. have any patience... They don't have any like like yeah. Who doesn't want to have like a totally overpowered Pokemon? Here's the difference. That's one of the. I would always my Squirtle that I started out with in Pokemon Blue back in the day would always be maxed the fuck out like right off the bat. Like I would only use that one because you're, I wanted him to be awesome. You're basing this off of a Destiny that didn't have microtransactions in order to get you gear and stuff. If Niantic allows people to get a lot of experience off of battling people, then you no longer have to send them any money. You don't have to in the first place, but if you want to have that little bit of accelerant that allows you to get ahead of your friends or whatever, get, get powerful enough to actually fight at the gym that's down the block, then that means that you have to spend a little bit of money right now instead of sitting there and battling against the dude that you've made on your mom's phone. They, they could do like Destiny. I totally would send them money to have a cooler jacket. <laughs> Brian, you're everything that's wrong with video games today. <laughs> Whatever, man. I bought the Thriller Dance in Destiny for $5. Oh, so. gosh. <laughs> Worth every penny because whenever I start a dance party, everyone dances. <laughs> everyone. True. But I Flash Mob King. It'll be very interesting. I haven't done any reading up on what I don't think Niantic is really saying much other than hey, we've released the game in twenty six new countries and we haven't bought a single extra server. Good I luck. I don't yeah, oh, I'd like no. them to get some new servers. Yesterday the game was down for like at least six hours because you like everybody in I think almost every single European country except for five it is now released in. And it's like, God, what are you doing? Well, in, but, in Turkey, the Pokemon are fighting back. Let's not talk about that. Why, why not? <laughs> but, but why not? <laughs> but I, I hope they start moving it towards what it should be. But my, what should it be? It should be Pokemon. It's not there yet. It's a stupid tapping, swiping Pokemon it's game. A, it's a mobile it's not, app. Yeah. Give me real Pokemon in real life. That's what I wanted out of this. And it's not here. Do you want a story mode, too? An I, augmented reality story this, mode? I don't need to have that much story mode. Although, if there was like a pro- progression of gyms that I could go and fight the gym leader at and then collect badges, that'd be pretty sweet. What if, of the Pokemon League? Yeah. What if... I would like clans, too, by the way. What if you could pop your phone in a Google Cardboard or something like that, Samsung Gear, pop on the augmented reality and walk around and see Pokemon right in front of you? That's a terrible idea. That'd be amazing. Everybody's gonna then everyone else would die. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> no. See, I think that's one of the reasons why they, um, 
they don't have the option to battle people that you walk up to because that would actually result in physical altercation sometimes. But why would it? Because if someone's a better... Like, you can always turn someone down. You don't have to fight them. But I would just like to be able to fight my friends. Even if they, like, made it somewhat anonymous, at least in terms of, like, you are around these people right now. As long Do as it doesn't cause them? any negative, like, you know... It someone doesn't have be a, like, a, you have to lose to me or I'm going I mean, to shoot you. Even, even if you're, like, one of your Pokemon dies, like whatever you can revive them and throw potions at them or whatever there's ways for them to still make their money if they need to make money i just want to be able to sit around with friends when we're hanging out and be like hey dude let's battle real quick and then, so but what that would turn into is do you want to walk up to a pokestop and get like one pokeball out of it why would it turn into that because they would turn down the spawn rate of items that you have to spend money to get revives and stuff no, that makes I, sense i wouldn't want that at all then it sounds like a have fair trade off Okay, if if uh, if I battle one of my friends and at the end of it I get fifty experience for it and they throw me a Pokeball for you know that would be cool and then when I go to a Pokestop I only get one Pokeball and like one revive. No, you Whatever. don't get any Pokeball for winning. See, I would be okay Why battling get- my friends and not getting any experience for it. I think that would be better. That than- would be fine too. Yeah. Like, and if that's yeah, the way that in, they fix in, it, in re- I really just want to battle my friends. Like, right. I don't care exactly. if I get anything you just out win of it. A cool jacket or something. You know what? Yeah. If you can battle your friends in order to get coins to spend on, I want a different on, color visor. Yeah. That would I be fine. That's a great way to, to add that in without having it harm. That even gives them more options to sell you the jacket if you have no friends to battle. Right. There you go. I really hope we you're just listening solved to this right now. Hope you're listening to this. Like I, I, I mean, they stole my idea anyways. I wrote this stuff out on Reddit like five years ago. <laughs> right. Good one. But I, no, I did. I can find the post. <laughs> Please do. I, I, think, uh, I think it's really cool. I don't see myself playing it too much. No, and like I said, I probably am not going to play it much more than when I go out to walk the dogs. But what I, I would still like it. It would be fun. You don't have games like this on mobile phones where you can roll up with a group of friends in a party and just be like, "Hey, dude, let's play this game real quick together." Like it doesn't happen anymore. You've got words with friends and like Yahtzee with buddies, and you got <laughs> chess with friends or whatever. But yeah, like, it's all the a- asymmetric gameplay. Let me play Pokemon with my homies. Is what I'm looking for. Like I want to roll up to my friend's house while we're hanging out and drinking beers or whatever, Poke and just game. be like, "Hey." Let's battle real quick just to see what goes on. And like, oh, how powerful your Pokemon? Well, my powerful. My Pokemon is powerful. And then you can fight. And then like, you know, oh, you lost the round. You got to take a shot or something. You know, like, I want to be able to have fun with my friends. And like, this isn't quite where I want it to be to have fun with my friends. Like walking around with you guys, cool, whatever. Like, let's all go get some exercise. Like we're all fat and lazy. Let's go out and do some stuff. Not like that's whatever fun to hang and socialize with friends. I want to fight you when I'm done with it. I want to fight you and I want to win. It would be. I want to be the very best. I don't care about collecting them all. I just want to be the best. You you become the best by collecting them all. No, that's not how it works. Yeah, it is. Not in the real. Did you ever watch the show? Yeah, I did watch the show. Yeah, so you should know this. John would be one of those gym leaders that Ash beat. Like he's just got like six starmies. I would never have six Starmies. Like, That's I don't, stupid. I don't need them all. I just need these six Starmies. No, he's, he's, he's Surge. No he he has a Raichu. Oh, just one, one Raichu. Just one That's Raichu. it. That's it. Right. And it's strong. Yeah. but That's not how I roll now. I know better. <laughs> That's how I roll back then. It, OG I, you, you say you know better, but you, you don't want to catch them all. No. What's up with that? Catching them all takes a lot of time. I just want to fight them. <laughs> Pit fights and Pokemon. I just want to run into a random Porygon, because how would that ever work? What do you mean? Those things aren't natural. They're made out of polygons. Uh, what about Tom missing number? One. What's up? Where was it? Up north. Cool. <laughs> anyway. I just want a Porygon. So, Pokemon Go. It's fun. I don't know how long the gimmick's going to last. I give it a couple of months until they really need to make some drastic changes to keep the player base. And that, I think they're going to do that. Like, I feel like six months to a year from now, they're like, here's all the Pokemon from Pokemon Gold. Boom. 150 new Pokemon for I don't you even want to deal with that. I just yeah, want, I I don't want, want more. That. You don't I want, a battle. want that. And you don't want that. But, like, Jimmy's mom next door, who's like... <laughs> Hey, let's go catch Jimmy's some Pokemon. Mom. These Pokemans. Hey, come on, Jimmy. Let's yeah. go catch some of the Pokemon. 
Pokemans. Yeah, exactly. She's like, there's 150 new Pokemans for in us to catch. In the backyard, I, I saw I don't know some why two she new ones that I'd never seen before. <laughs> Come on, Jimmy. Like that, I you know. Because that's who's playing this game. Everybody's playing this Everyone's game. Everyone's playing Jimmy's it. mom. Yeah. Jimmy's mom's <laughs> got it going on. <laughs> <laughs> She's outside playing Pokemon. Where are we at? Like two hours now? <laughs> no, we were at an hour and seven minutes. Oh, okay. We're good. We got a good episode here. Anyways, if anybody yeah. else wants to weigh in on the Pokemon Go thing... Please let us know via feedback. You pow is it out in the Netherlands? Yeah, let is us it know out you, there. We want to know MidwestGamers at gmail dot com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. Maybe we'll Tom post. in Philadelphia. I don't remember where Tom's I located. Think he told we is asked Philly him in the first one. We we in in film nerds asked him this, and I can't remember. Oh, right on. Well, Tom, but I think let it's us know how Pokemon is out by you. Maybe you have more things than just Pidgey. Are there Porygons there? Where Do you the want to hang out on Friday? We're open to. Uh, <laughs> Contributions of ideas for our Mraz game, too. Yeah, the Jason Mraz Pokemon yeah. mashup. Mm-hmm. If anybody wants to make some pixel art of Mrazmon, <laughs> <laughs> Jason Mrazmon, <laughs> that would be funny. I'm just going to rename all of my Pokemon Jason Mrazmon. <laughs> <laughs> now I need to be able to fight somebody So it says you were defeated by Jason Marasma <laughs> Just start a new game and let that be your handle <laughs> Jason Marasma This is Jason Marasma's gym <laughs> Anyways uh, Ricky, thanks for joining us, man It's been a pleasure We appreciate it uh, feel free to come and join us whenever you have a game you want to talk about. I think you should come back when Civ comes out. Yeah, Civ. We'll do a Civ review for sure. That's a good you idea. You guys just want to know my strategies on how I destroy. <laughs> we know you. your strategies. We know your strategy. Total world domination. Through, negative eight hundred happiness. Through brute do you play, force. Do you play and slavery. No, not no. at all. He usually plays as like backstabbery. <laughs> he plays as like the most random people, like. Yeah, like Nebuchadnezzar or like <laughs> who else? What's the other one? Oh, I can't remember. People you've never heard of. Yeah, like fictional Jason his, Mraz. Yeah, Jason Mraz. <laughs> no, I, I like the Babylon. Jason Mraz has, a, has an island out in like the near Hawaii. He just has his own little island. Like it's him and Jack Johnson, like that <laughs> SNL episode. <laughs> Jason Mraz and Jack Johnson and, and Dave Matthews. <laughs> and Ricky Callen. Just sing out in there and sing a song. Skip it a beat by Pokemon. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, so that's it. That's all for this episode. Alex, what's up next for the film nerds? Last week we kind of talked about Swiss Army Man, but I messed up the episode. So it's ten minutes of me recapping what we tried to record and then the spoiler Terry. Wah, wah. But this week, we're going to talk about Ghostbusters 2016. Cool. That's exciting. I've heard good things. It, the original Ghostbusters is one of Tim's favorite movies of all time. It is his favorite movie of all time. That's one of mine. So come back and hear what he has to say this For sure. Wednesday. And uh, how's uh, Gone to Texas? Gone to Texas is good. We've got three more episodes left in the season. And then uh, I think we might do a season wrap-up or something of that sort. So, uh, yeah, come check it out at yeah. g2tpodcast.com. That's letter G, number two, letter T, podcast.com. Just a reminder to everybody, Gone to Texas is the, the Preacher Recap podcast from the Midwest Film Nerds. Yes. So it is the most successful podcast on the Midwest Podcast Network. Yeah, so there's that. So listen to that, listen to this, listen to Film Nerds, and uh, we'll check back with you in about two weeks. Rate right. and review all. Yeah, please uh, rate and review all of our uh, podcasts that we in really love. Stitcher it. or iTunes or wherever you listen. Well, to clearly, it. this episode's a ten. Yeah, yeah, and, and above all else, go Team Valor. Team Valor, Red Team, go. That's that's our Pokemon team. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyways, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>